Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here we go. It's How We Sees It, episode 191. This week we're tackling Barbie, uh, uh, like the rest of the world, apparently, because this uh, just <laughs> went over uh, a billion dollars. Yep. Um, so uh, this was released uh, earlier this month, um, or was it? No, it was last month. It was. Uh, we're recording in August. This was released uh, mid-July, so it's only been out like down two weeks. Am I, am I correct in that? Two, two, two weeks and a couple days. Two. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, this is an hour and 45 minute long, uh, directed by uh, Greta uh, Gerwig. Is that, is Gerwig, yep. Is that right? Gerwig? Okay. Yeah, uh, right. Written by Greta Gerwig and Noah. Um, oh my God, I've been listening to this guy's name sp- said so many times and I, I just butchered it. Bombach? Uh, Noah Bombach. Apparently yeah, they're a couple too. Uh, oh, okay. Which is. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting that, that they were able to write that together uh, as a couple. And I think they wrote it. She said experience. they wrote it during the pandemic, so they were they had they had a lot of time to had time <laughs> downtime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is starring uh, Margot Robbie as the titular uh, Barbie, uh, Stereoty- or uh, stereotypical bar. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Ryan Gosling as uh, the Ken or a Ken, the Ken. Some can, and can, yes, <laughs> and a bunch of others uh, starring as Barbies and as Kins, which I, you know, I was looking up this on IMDb, you know, looking at the cast, and I was like, it just says Barbie, 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 and I was like, oh, they don't even break it down, who's who, okay, all right, it's, it just, it literally is like the top 12 are Barbies, maybe even 14, and then a midge. You know, uh, <laughs> Wikipedia hasn't broken up by Weird Barbie, President Barbie, Writer Barbie, Physicist oh, Barbie, okay. Dr. Barbie, Lawyer yeah. Barbie, you know, so so they all had their different Well, roles. that's nice. <laughs> Ken's are just Ken. helpful. <laughs> yeah. And then Ken is just Ken, so uh, that's that's. Well, it. no, because there's also fun. Tourist Ken and Basketball Ken and Mer Ken. Sorry, Merman Ken. Oh, they broke that down too? <laughs> Sugar Daddy Ken, Earring Magic Ken. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, I would just say most have, of them. They have Scott Evans as stereotypical Ken, although I would have, you know, I, I would have thought Ryan Gosling played that, but I'm seeing. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. he he was Beach Ken. He was be- Beach Ken. He, that was his job. He did yeah. Beach. That was his job was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is what I, it is. Okay. I saw, I saw a couple people after this came out. It's like, like now I'm depressed. I think my job is desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's, that's hilarious. I, I can see that. Um, I'm Noah. I'm not a Ken. I'm here uh, with uh, the main man, Steve, who's also not a Ken. We but are I, our own but people, I am an but... and Steve, so uh, thank you, and Noah. Steve. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> no, anything without you. No, you are you. not. I'm, I'm here for you, man. <laughs> you, you only really podcast as long as I acknowledge you. <laughs> nice. We're a team, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And also with us, uh, we've got our, our MCU, uh, or it's it's more than that now, but uh, Nina's joining us, uh, as she does for a lot of other of our podcasts. So, hello, Nina. Hello, I'm very excited to be here. And we were hoping to get uh, Bo for that female voice, but uh, he didn't show. <laughs> mm. uh, with those sort of comments, I wonder why. 
<laughs> uh, he knows I love him. He knows I love him. But yeah, no, I know I wanted to give him crap about that just because you know it was it's fun to do, and that's and that's what what good friends do is they give each other crap, right? <laughs> um, here on how he sees it, what one of the things we like to do is we like to create a cocktail or a drink that goes along with whatever we're watching. And so this week uh, we're gonna have some Barbie themed cocktails for you guys. Uh, I haven't even looked at my phone, so I don't know what you guys have, but I, I, I'm excited to hear it. So I'll let you guys go. Well, I'll go first. Um, I knew it would have to be pink, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I had uh, some pink lemonade, which I put into the freezer and got it all slushed up. So I have a frozen barberita, barberita. Nice. Which is essentially a margarita with pink lemonade instead of the lime juice. Uh, so it's just frozen pink lemonade. So it's like pink lemonade slush. With Kila and Triple Sec. So it is it nice. is very tasty. <laughs> yeah, you know, I found that you can make margarita flavors and get some of the most crazy, awesome things, and they're usually really good. Um, they, it, it pretty much pretty much pairs with any kind of fruit. So Yeah. You know, it, I've had mango, I've had grapefruit. Um yeah. I had one that was a uh it was a what did they call it? an island special margarita and it was like pineapple cherry like orange uh and it was it was ridiculously good so <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't go wrong with margaritas nice what do you got for us steve well, i think i tried to go pink too but it ended up being closer to like a blood red which is probably more of a reflection <laughs> of, of barbie's you know when she starts contemplating death and stuff it starts seeping into the <laughs> you know putting the color off a little bit but i actually went more with uh, with ken as far as my cocktail um i uh, i got such a kick out of the shirt he was wearing at the end of the movie that says i am enough and he threw a k in front of it so it says i am yeah <laughs> i am kenneth so i i just played off of that that pun i went through my um my uh Oh, my, my liquor cabinet and just found things that I could play off of that. So I did find a cocktail I based it on. It's, uh, it's a Rosita or a little rose. Uh, it's a cocktail that I, but I, I did do a little bit addition to it. So, um, it's one and a half ounces of Canote Reposado tequila. And I spell that with a K Canote Reposado tequila, <laughs> half ounce of, of Ken Pano Antica sweet, uh, sweet vermouth. Um, and half ounce of Ken Pano dry vermouth and half ounce of Ken Pari. Uh, one dash, <laughs> one dash of Allen stir bitters. Cause you got to get a little bit of Allen in there. And, and then I, uh, th so that was the base cocktail. And then I added some, um, I wanted to, to sparkle it up with a little bit of a, of a champagne. And I went with a rosé, a brute rosé. And this is from, uh, the Cava region in, in Spain. So I, uh, so I, I, I penned it. I, I called it the Brut Rosé from Mojo Dojo Cava House. And I called this my uh, Kendom cocktail. Uh, and it's actually quite delicious. So um, nice and that nice and sparkly. And uh, and it came together nicely. It's it's a little deeper red, though, than than I was going for. <laughs> but cheers. So to Ken, to Ken, nice. my Kendom cocktail. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I I'm glad you did that. I knew you were gonna you would pick something. And there's so many different things that go from on this. And and I, I agree. It's it's really easy to go with the the main theme of pink because that's that was the first thing I started off. I was like, okay, how do I get something that's uh, uh, Pepto Bismol pink, but in a <laughs> cocktail that tastes good? Um, 
but yeah, and I knew you would come up with something special, and that's good. Um, I kind of went down the road of looking at just different, you know, I typed in Barbie cocktail and, and was reading some of the ones, and one that actually came across that I was like, oh, that sounds actually pretty good. It's called the Badass Barbie Cocktail. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, I'll go with that. I, I like that. Uh, it, it's pretty simple. Uh, it's uh, one ounce coconut rum, uh, one ounce of a berry vodka I went with a raspberry, uh, one ounce cranberry juice, one ounce orange juice, and one ounce pineapple juice uh, with lime and cherries for garnish. So I, I put those in the shaker, put it in there, and poured it in, and it came out this yellowy color. And I, I guess they just, people get these different cranberry juices that color them because every time I use the cranberry juice I have, it never puts enough color to really give it any kind of pink. So I threw in one more ounce of pomegranate juice no, and a half ounce of some Pepto-Bismol. You know, you, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, one ounce of uh, pomegranate juice and a half ounce of uh, grenadine, put it back in the shaker, shook it up, poured it back over, and it definitely got a, a deeper pinkish red color so it it did the color a lot better and uh it, it's pretty good it's 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 a lot of fruity it's uh it's very uh sweet um little syrupy um uh, you know if i did it again maybe i wouldn't put the grenadine in it um it, it but it also oh i also when i put it back in the shaker i added a uh, an extra uh, ounce of coconut rum and berry vodka um just to make sure i had enough you know i, I wanted to balance it out right and uh but it's pretty tasty but it does have the the color now as i was looking for this i found this other theme that kind of was going through my head and i started looking at ken drinks and uh one of the things is you know he he's a beach guy so i started looking at you know stuff with beach in the name and i found one that was called a, a blue peach on the beach and uh ocean water cocktail sex in the driveway which is a derivative of a sex in the beach but it's blue um and so then I started going down, you know, and I'm like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to take one of these and I'm going to I'm going to modify it and I'm going to make make it. I'm going to call it a beach off. I love it. Right. It's so it's my <laughs> right. beach off cocktail and it's based off a of kin. Uh, so this one is a, a, a one and a half ounces of peach schnapps, an ounce of berry vodka. went again with the raspberry. Um, this one I put in an ounce of hypnotic because it's a blue liqueur. It's a it's kind of a citrusy liqueur. It's pretty good. Um Half ounce or one ounce of a sour apple pucker, which is green, which adds helps add to the color. Uh, one ounce of uh, blue uh, carousel to get that deep dark blue color, and then uh, an ounce and a half of the sweet and sour. And this is based a lot off of that uh, blue peach on the beach cocktail. Um, threw in some limes for garnish, and it came out incredibly blue. And then so the two of them together, I get my pink and blue, which is my, you know, which are Barbie and Ken colors. But this is, this is my beach off cocktail. So, and it is, it's actually really delicious. I, I like this one a lot. <laughs> you got a lot of liquor there. Did you say you added an extra ounce of rum and an extra ounce of vodka to your first yeah, one too? On so, the, uh, yeah, so, I so did. Yeah, so yeah, you're, you're dropping how many ounces of liquor? <laughs> and I, and I got um, to point out, no, I'm pretty impressed as a little pinky out of you to, to send a cocktail. You spelled Curacao with, I don't even and know <laughs> what you call that C, but it's got the little curly on the bottom. Um, yeah, when you when you it, sent it, it out comes up text. in my in my iPhone. But I do try and get it to do that one for did sure. Did you copy paste or did you actually find? No, that? no you I did. spell it out. I spell <laughs> yeah. it out and, and make sure it comes. Well up. done. <laughs> I think I've done it enough times now that it does it every time. So, right. um, but oh, yeah, these cool. are both pretty good. I like the I like the I like the beach off better. You know, it's just a it's just a tastier kind of a. A smoother drink, maybe maybe a little bit more citrusy, but I like I like it a lot. It's kind of good. So that's those are my it, yeah. two. 
But yes, badass Barbie's fun for a while, but every once in a while you just gotta go beach off. Right? You gotta beach off, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or maybe you get a beach off, you get beached off by badass Barbie. Yeah, there you go. It kind of looks like something they'd serve at Applebee's in a in like a fishbowl with some yeah. sharks or something. <laughs> well, the, and they they actually said to you uh, the one that was uh, grabbing it from said to use a hurricane glass. Um, okay. but I, um, I didn't have one that doesn't have emblems on it. So I use these, these kind of tall wine glasses that I really like for the drinks I make. Um, cause they, they hold a lot. I mean, I, I can get a good, you know, six to eight ounces of, uh, of a good drink in there with ice. Uh, so I like that a lot, but yeah. So now that we got our drinks on the side, let's get into this Barbie movie. Um, I, I'll, I'll admit right off the top. I didn't want to see this after watching the the trailers and stuff. I was like, this just doesn't look interesting to me. Um, I, I, you know, and I also got caught up in a lot of the, there's a, there is a, um, there's a lot of press going on with this, both uh, uh, with reviews, both bad and good, depending on who you listen to and what kind of message they're trying to put out there. Um, and so I, you know, I had heard some of the negative ones and I, you know, I heard some of the positive ones and, and with, with any movie you're going to get, some people that give it a 10 no matter what because they want it to, you know, it's it's all about them and they want to push their agenda and you're going to get some people that bomb this with a one because it's, you know, that's what they want to do. And I think you're getting a lot of that. Uh, but I, I I actually really enjoyed this movie. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I think it's funny because you, you talk about the negativity out there and certainly, yeah, you listen to Critical Drinker and, and uh, Ben, Sha- God, Jan- ben Shapiro. Over. And the, actually, I read an article where those two were called out. But I haven't heard much else. I mean, I get where it's coming from. There is kind of this, uh, this uh, something. Bill about Maher, it. apparently. Okay. His, his, okay, he, but yeah, Bill, kid, he was another one. Bill, Bill Maher and his girlfriend that's 40 years younger than he is agreed with him. 30. Yeah. 30 so, years younger. 30 years younger. But still, he's like, yeah. I said such and such. And she agreed with me. I'm like, gee, what a shock. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. To me, it came off as a bit of a kind of an overreaction. It's just. I but, just, I mean. So, here's here's my thought first of all i loved it and i and i and i i have a lot i have a lot to say not just the message but just like the the way it was made i just thought it was just so weird and fun but you know i i think it's it's not like a a graduate course in third wave feminism and it's not supposed <laughs> to be. It's a movie about a doll, <laughs> and 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 everything is kind of simplistic because Ken and Barbie are kind of simplistic, and you know, so it's more of an opening up a dialogue than making a statement. I, I think I was listening to some interviews with Greta Gerwig talking about it, and you she, she said, yeah, we kind of wrote it during the pandemic, and but. And it was weird. She didn't know how necessarily to approach the writing because I guess it was Margot Robbie that had the rights and brought it to Greta Gerwig to say, hey, you know, I want you to I want you to make this movie. I mean, she's done uh, Lady Bird and and uh, and Little Women. And, you know, she's yeah, yeah, she's done some some great, great movies and she's acted in some great ones, too. But uh, but she said her 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 approach finally was just, you know, there's a lot of thorny issues, issues in the past that that have come up throughout the decades about about Barbie that it was it was easier just to kind of face them and kind of go straight on but every time yeah. she talks about the movie it's just she just kind of has this love for it it wasn't like 
she was after some sort of agenda. It was almost like the the material just kind of centered down this this direction, and it's very Wizard of Oz esque and 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 the way yeah. So so I I, I don't I think it was much more much more from the heart rather than as any sort of it, it, yeah it, it didn't I think, come across as as some sort of attack against men. Uh, I do see no, some of that though. I see where some of that's is coming from, but I'm not. I mean, I think I think I think his. You know, and culturally, historically, Barbie has been so huge. I mean, the the whole thing in the beginning when they have the little little girls playing with baby dolls, right? Oh, the two thousand one two thousand one homage, <laughs> homage was, or spoof, one of the two. Yeah. It's kind it of was, it was it was somebody on YouTube did a side by side of two thousand one. Oh, they did a great that, job, yeah, and it was. It was right on. But the thing is, when, you know, when the little girls are just playing with the baby dolls and then suddenly Barbie shows up and they're like, get this. And <laughs> we want Barbie. Well, not and only that- did they not go get this, they went and destroyed and went animalistic on the baby dolls. And I think that I've, I've heard some people had some problems with that, where it was like, you know, they killing the idea of motherhood and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think but it was also very much uh, a copy but it was, of it, the 2001. Yes. It was just playing off of that. And the yeah, little girl yeah. that was doing, you know, that was doing the smashing. She was, I, I thought the she was, with yeah, the glasses. she was, yeah. she great. just had so much great expression. It was like, Oh, I, you bought, you bought into it. And I loved that uh, Margot Robbie, when, you know, they see her full size, she was wearing the actual bikini for the first, you know, the first Barbie. That was, that was the first, yeah first uh, 1959 yeah. release of of barbie was wearing that same outfit <laughs> yeah yeah and but i mean i collect dolls so i've i've read a lot about i don't collect barbies but i've read a lot about barbies and it's kind of you know the 20th century doll uh sphere is you know all about barbie and and i think that i mean Probably no other toy has had as much written about it or ta- has been talked about as much in its history as Barbie has. And, you know, what does she symbolize? What do, uh, you know, is is she good or bad for girls? Is it, you know, uh, you know, what, how does she, how has she shaped little girls' psyches and on and on and on and on. <laughs> and I don't think they could have made this movie without addressing some of that stuff and and they as far as i could tell they addressed all of it i mean (laughs) every criticism you know when uh the daughter is saying you're a fascist and you know and you know you're you're promoting consumerism and all this stuff and it's like yeah that's what people have been saying about barbie since the beginning and you know i mean they didn't even let ruth handler off the hook with the you know tax evasion that's right that made me think of Oppenheimer, you know, the the whole th- same. I thought, oh, she's the she's the Oppenheimer of of, of the situation. Where she's <laughs> she's got she gets taken down after she uh, she does some, you know, she releases this and gets taken down for tax evasion, like Oppenheimer got taken down. Just it was, you know, they came out the same weekend, so you're looking for yeah for similarities. Similarities, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I know. Um... Well, the interesting thing with the Barbie movie to me is is it, it does it it spans generations, and so uh, one of the things I did is you know I went and saw this with my wife and uh, uh, Steve's wife for that matter. What? Um, yes, I, I did. <laughs> I I got to see Barbie with your wife and my wife. Um, but I, I I asked my wife some question, you know, just 
get her pick on it. I also sent off an email uh, to my cousins who I knew both were were fans of Barbies growing up and stuff like that, just to get their take on it. And I got my my older cousin Michelle. She um, you know, she she sent me back to just you know, she hasn't even seen the movie, but she still collects Barbie. She still has Barbies in her closet. She sent me a picture of just box pink box after pink box stacked up in her closet and you know she was talking about how you know growing up they were such a huge thing she loved barbie so much and you know one of the things for her was uh like her father got her the the barbie plane with with uh the pilot barbie because he was a pilot and she just loved it and you know and so uh one of the funny things too is is she mentioned and my wife has mentioned this too uh, and then I also uh, saw a um, my wife sent me a Saturday Night Live skit uh, that was inside the Barbie house. And it also kind of touched on this. But they they iterated to me, too, that, you know, Barbie and Ken did some nasty stuff, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they, they they played with them just like, you know, little boys probably did, too. And, and, you know, you get in the Saturday Night Live, they talked to, you know, it's one of them. Skipper is supposed to be her daughter instead of her sister. And she's like, and she's like, so Ken's my dad. He's like, no, well, it's actually a, a Han Solo, you know, <laughs> he's like, we're not, you're not even the same size. And it's uh, it just, it's funny. But to hear that from my cousin also, and I've heard that from my wife several times that, yeah, you know, there was always Barbie kissing with Ken or whoever. And I have to admit, you know, I played with Barbies with my cousin Tiffany a lot when, uh, and, uh, you know, it was always GI Joe coming in for the rescue. Ken, Ken was just kicked to the curb and it was, it was GI Joe threw her in the Jeep and rolled off, you know? And, and so like, like Nina said, I, I think it's, it's great that, you know, there's Barbie and then there's our experience with Barbie. And it seems like right. that was completely embraced by, by the writers and you know to to make sure it's like you say it's not just about the barbie and the doll and things like that but it's what we did with the barbie how our relationship with the barbie through the decades and stuff and you addressed that you put them out on the table i think i think they were a little um forgiving to mattel mattel you know there this is this is still a movie that is 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 you know, put out by Mattel, they're trying to sell more Barbies. So it, it's, it's a little do you, sticky. Do you think on- this is, do you think this is going to, to amp the sales of Barbies? Yes, I do. To a, a to a, a, well, okay. Let me ask you this. Do you think this is going to amp the sales of Barbies to younger girls or to uh, older and middle-aged women? And maybe those that had them as, as kids, as, as well, nostalgia. Absolutely to younger girls, but not because the younger girls are going to come and see this movie and say, I want to get some dolls. It's because the, the parents are going to say, oh, my God, I got to I got to I got to throw I, I got to buy these for my kids <laughs> and, and start a whole new generation of because, you know, they're going to have I think Greta Gerwig has, already, uh, has said, you know, she's hopeful that she gets to return to this world. So it just crossed a billion dollars. They're going to make more. <laughs> so uh, so I think people well, are gonna be buying the dolls just to say, what could I what can I do to change? change uh change the course of the next uh, sequel <laughs> the third one uh, you know. well i mean like you have there there's like two tiers of barbies there's the ones you buy at walmart that are like seven bucks and you play with and then there's like collector barbies which can are considerably more like 50 to 100 and um those those are sold to adult collectors so and they've already put out a bunch of tie-ins to the movies. Like you can get the the Kate McKinnon weird Barbie. <laughs> um, 
you know, to look like the one from the movie. And she's going for 50 bucks. And it's like, <laughs> so. But you could go to garage sales and find that Barbie. You can make it may not own. be exactly the same, but it's. I was going to say, I'm under my bed at my parents' house, I'm sure there's <laughs> one or two still under there. What you do um, is you mail a, a regular Barbie to some, you know, some superstar's child and say, make me a weird Barbie. And then you sell that on, on, on the. Uh, you know, Jeez. online for, you know, you mark up and say this, this became a weird Barbie by, by Beyonce's, Bye. you know, child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Funny. But I mean, um, like, but they, but they do have like, you can get the Barbie and Ken in the, in the cowboy outfits that they, that they stole. And, you know, and again, they're real I, expensive. <laughs> I already told, I already told Alyssa, my wife, um, I think we found our uh, uh, Halloween costumes. Uh Oh, <laughs> just cause I, I, I want to be able to pull off that that cowboy fringe outfit. That shit that, was dope. And I know that I know for a fact that's a legit outfit for Ken. Because mm-hmm. I remember seeing it. And you know, speaking of uh, the, the outfits and stuff, the rollerblade. <laughs> Holy crap! I remember that fucking outfit. I I, I want to say yeah. my daughters must have had it because it was. Um, I read somewhere or heard somewhere that it was. Uh, came out in the nineteen or uh, mid nineteen nineties. But I remember those hard ass yellow rollerblades, the 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 suits that they had on. I was like, I, I remember that this so distinctly, more though sore than any other uh, costumes or outfits. I shouldn't say costumes, but outfits that these characters had. I remember that rollerblade outfit to the T. I was like, that. And it shit was is also it was like the Jane Fonda workout outfit, the leotards and stuff. That I mean, <laughs> you, you, what was the movie yeah. Perfect with Jamie Lee Curtis or so? You know, the, mm-hmm. there that was. That was big in the '90s, and so not just with rollerblading, but but all the all the workout uh, videos that would be released uh, and uh, to, and promoted that that kind of dress dress up style. So, oh. yeah. I mean, as long as we're talking about the costumes, one of the things I loved is the costumes that the Barbies were wearing. Just the details to make them look like oversized version of Barbie clothes, like. Um, you know, like the graphics on them were oversized. Yes. And, you know, and, um, you know, she had the sequin dress at the party scene and the sequins were, were bigger than normal sequins. <laughs> yeah. And if, if, you know, and the, this puffy sleeves were real puffy. And if they had a yeah. ruffle, it was one big ruffle, like oversized. And, and the same thing with, um, or if they had pockets, the pockets were on the outside of clothes. And, you know, and the same thing with like the sets, like, you know, like the giant toothbrush and the car was undersized. And oh, uh, so get this. Yeah. This I, I, I found out about this. They they specifically did the sets. Those are all act, actually built sets. Um, yeah. And they built them at a three fourths scale because that's what all the toys were like. The Barbies just didn't fit in the in the <laughs> things like you put it on their bed and her feet fell off the end. Right. Yeah. You know, you, you she wouldn't fit in the elevator. Um the one that got me the most, the one that I was just like, fuck, okay, I'm all in now a little bit, was when she gets down, she opens up the refrigerator, and you can tell the back half of it is just a sticker. Yes. And I was like, I was like, God damn, this is fucking spot on. Like you said, the car, uh, my yeah. wife pointed out, uh, I asked her, I asked her, I'm trying to read the question. She sent me an email with all this stuff, and I'm trying to read as we go through. Uh, she talked about the car, right? And Ken's riding in the back of the car because he didn't fit up front. Like they, you could only have one person up there, and they had to sit sideways. Um, just that shit was that's to me 
was the what made this movie so incredible right out the yeah. bat was is everything they did to make this look like the toys. And not only that, that the toys that they, they chose were real. You know, the 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 sugar yeah. daddy. Oh, every one sugar of them. Daddy Ken and the, you know, you know the, 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 the earring, the, the all these <laughs> things that were just legit. Well, those were the those were the discontinued breasts. You know, that was a, that yeah. was a real. Barbie. That was Skipper. <laughs> when when they pulled up the ambulance on the beach and the whole thing unfolded into Flipped like out, a little yeah. hospital, I'm like. I didn't have that, but I know somebody who did, and it just like oh. nostalgia just rushed right yeah. over me. <laughs> no, you're right. It was a hundred percent, and that was that was was what was so great about it, um, and that's how they really started off. Although I will say. Um, and I know a lot of people uh, listen to some podcasts and, you know, a lot of them started with a hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. That was cute in the beginning. It started to get really old real quick. I was like, oh, my God, if they do this through the whole movie, I I, I might have to walk out. And I don't walk out of movies easily. But I was like, I, I can't handle that. The whole movie, the whole hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. It was funny. It was a good joke. <laughs> what, you remember you know, when, we, when we saw uh, what was the uh, Jojo Rabbit? Um, I, I, I saw this YouTube video that showed the Hi Barbie, Hi Barbie, and then alongside of it, it, it showed the Jojo Rabbit, which is the Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler. Oh, yeah. Heil Hitler. <laughs> you know, where they do the whole thing. And so, right, right, right. So the, 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 you could say, oh, they did the same joke for, in, in that movie. But uh, oh, I, I totally agree, but I don't think they did overplay it. I thought I thought it was like, oh, God. But yeah, no, it's, an it finally joke. stopped. Let, let's, it, it stopped. But even, it, the, it, even it the beach off, you know, the, the, that, that sequence I thought was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this is just a little, I mean, it's funny but man they're taking it to a kind of an obviously that was my first <laughs> level that was my first kind of snort laugh in in the movie <laughs> like i had some i had some giggles when you know they were when she was getting up and you know she slid down the slide and the and like there were but when he when he first started talking about the beach actually when he also when he bounced off the wave um <laughs> and he went flying that kind of made me laugh a little bit uh but yeah, when he when he said beach off, I fucking lost. I was like, that's fuck. And then they kept going. I was like, oh my god, that's so funny. I, I mean, absolutely that loved the Ken dialogue. Mostly, you know, I thought I thought the point of view they brought out was just it was like a child's point of view from this doll's perspective. You know, it it, <laughs> yeah. it, it really played off. It, it 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 resonated. It's like what is Ken in the Barbie kingdom of of dolls? It's you know, it was they. They they really embrace this idea that Ken is there for Barbie, which always felt that way. You're in, right; he's in, an accessory, and yeah. but it wasn't something that was you know he he struggled with a little bit, but it was still something that he deep down in his heart he he truly was. That was he knew that was his purpose. So, it wasn't, and and even when when the horse you know when he the whole patriarchy thing and he said he only he was only interested in that because he thought it had something to do with horses, you know. So <laughs> he was a little disappointed he didn't have more horses. <laughs> You're right, and and this this was an so real quickly too. Like, uh, when 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 he gets when he gets back from the real world, we're gonna jump around here with spoilers if you haven't figured it out already. The way we do stuff, um, when they come back and he's wearing the headband, all I could think of was Johnny from fucking uh, Karate Kid. Absolutely, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he looks just like him. Uh, like yeah. and but he you know he didn't they didn't gravitate towards but, that a little bit. But isn't bit, there but a Barbie like, like that's a karate, what I like a karate Barbie doll that has that that headband? I think that was. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. There's so many. I I don't know how many there are, but I know there's there is a lot of just. What they're not well. I know if you buy a GI Joe, it's an action figure. It's not a doll. I guess Barbies are still considered dolls. I yeah. I, I don't know, or or they're action dolls or whatever. Oh, um, no, I don't. Dolls. 
But I think yeah. I think it's the difference between whether you're marketing to boys or marketing to girls. Yeah. Right. And well, I mean, talk about the marketing to boys, the Mojo Dojo Casa uh, House, uh, and then all of a sudden they 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 call up and they go, "Yeah, these things are selling like hotcakes." I was like, "That's fucking funny." Uh, that that cracked me up a little bit. Um, and this is so the whole Ken thing in the beginning too. This is this is the, even my wife had a little bit of issue with this. Is that they 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 treated the Kens a little dumb, not a little dumb, a lot dumb, a lot dumb. Uh, and 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 but but at know, the same time, I think what, they treated the Barbies kind of dumb too. They just had, I mean, th- this was a very it was a very superficial world. Well, it it depends yeah. on how you look at it, right? If you look at it like, oh, this is just the imagination world of where the people play with it. If you look at it from like that, but if you also look at the messages that they're sending, right? This is a very women centric world. Which, granted, it's, Absolutely. You know, it's Barbie. I understand Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But it's it, so. This isn't just me saying this. My wife also mentioned sure. this that she thought that it was a little rough. And this is where I think a lot of the criticisms from some people, they were like, you know, this is where they really treated the guys kind of bad, and where people could come up with the man hate from this movie. I don't and think I, it was I, in the Barbie land world think, at all. I think it was in the real world that there was a bit. Well, this of is trouble. where it starts. Yeah. Okay. It's where it starts. And it's where it starts. I, I think they came around by the end. I think they made it clear. It's like having one, you know, having male versus female and one's better, one's in charge and one is, you know, an accessory. That doesn't help anybody. Right. It, but they never came. They, they almost came around to it. They, and then they fell short. Because they didn't, they didn't change it. They 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 were like they they made the big they made the big joke. Oh well, we'll let you have the what's real life. Which realistically, I understand, and and I'm not going to preach that say feminism is wrong and women aren't don't have the same jobs and and there isn't a somewhat of a patriarchy in the real world. Yeah, but. I- not to the extent that they, this movie would show how I, part of me thought that was hilarious though that they didn't solve it. It's, it's almost like the whole basis of this movie, Barb. She was saying that oh, they solved, they solved feminism. You know, that's <laughs> it, what this world was kind of. That was the beginning. Off. So at that the was end, in the beginning. At the end of the movie, if they kind of came up with this perfect answer, that would almost be just as just as well. No. Silly. I, I agree. Just, I, mean, I almost thought it was funnier that it. they that they just kind of went back to the way it was, and it was really only Barbie that kind of said, "Well, you know, I still want to pursue my my. I want to go to a gynecologist and become a real person." You no, know? no, I, I get. So I get that. I, I was amused at that, um, but I, 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 I was do absolutely agree thing. though that they didn't. They didn't. They did. They they, they kind of shit they on guys. But I, <laughs> well, that's what I'm, I'm saying is where the hate really can funny. come from. I can see why the guy, why I can see where people see man hate. And I had so much love for like Ken and <laughs> Alan. And I, my favorite part of the movie was the, the little musical number between all the men when oh, they were. I that. I actually hated oh, yeah. it. Oh, I loved it. Oh, I loved that it. Was I was just. <laughs> oh, I was so bored with that. I literally was. I'm not going to lie. What I, didn't, I get why people liked it, but I was like, okay, really? So, so my biggest, I thought the movie just suffered quite a bit was, was when uh, they were in the real world, especially in Mattel. And, yeah, uh, and it was, it was uh, what's, what's his name? The elf. Um, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. To me, that felt just a little. I mean, he, I know he was kind of playing the 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 Oz, the Wizard of Oz, that that kind of bumbling idiot in the in the he, background. He kind of played elf, but, but and or elf too. and or or the Lego, the the guy from the Lego movie, kind of played that same yeah. role. Yeah, but uh, I just that, it did, I, I think I, it was a li- 
Yeah, I was let down by, by that, and I, I also <laughs> thought it didn't make sense yeah. how they played the Mattel world. It felt, it felt. Steve, your your patriarchy over uh, uh, letting her talk is shit. I know, I'm sorry, but no, I was no, no. I was on he a was, roll. He was, he was talking. He was talking first. I I do think I do think that part was underdeveloped. I think they, yeah. I think they needed to. Um, I think they 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 needed some a foil for Barbie, so she could decide to not be a doll and become a real person. And so, so you had no, to have, yeah. you had to have, you know, uh, the Mattel people like, we'll just put you back in the box and you'll go back to being a doll. And then, so she's like, oh yes, that's what, exactly what I want. And then she, she no, wait, that's not what I want. So right. I think that it wasn't really developed that well, but they also kind of had to need, they kind of needed to have them there. So, well, yeah. So yeah. there, there's some interesting parts about that, right? The the boardroom I thought was, it was a it was a avenue to meet up with um, America. Uh, I'm gonna butcher Barbara. her name. Uh, Barbara. Yeah, Barbara. her character, um, right? As as the mother and Sasha as the daughter. That was kind of there in, um, and then, you know, the the Mattel, and so we could get the Mattel in there, right? You know, they want their name a little bit. Sp- sp- Spread out there a little bit. Now, where where I find a problem with it is, is they they you know, of course they show it as a bumbling bunch of white men as the board of directors. Which, if you look at their board of directors, is uh, I think it's it, it's close to fifty percent women. Mattel was originally started by a woman, right? So you can't even you, the founder is a woman. So you you can't go in you know. They're throwing these, you know, little bit of men hate in this, but I get where they're going. And yes, they played it really stupid, which all played out well for one purpose. And one purpose only was put her back in the box, which has a lot of connotations in its own, which I, the one thing I loved about it the most is they had those big ass white fucking ties around that they were trying to tighten around her hand. That was whoever was the set director that day or whoever <laughs> came up with that. Fuck. You deserve an award because that was the one thing I thought, like, that shit's spot on. I love that. Because if you've ever, and I'm sure, Steve, you've done this because you have children. You've done this, Nina, because you have children. If you've ever pulled out a doll or an action figure or a toy from a box for your kids, they overdo those goddamn twist ties. <laughs> I said twist ties are nice. Yeah. It's when Claire, they get the other stuff in there. <laughs> we had, I remember, we got a toy for Claire. Uh, somebody gave it to her for her birthday. And we could not get it out of the box without looking up a YouTube unboxing video to see. Oh, I, I swear, because it was just like, it was just plastic and tape. And it's like, I have to set this box on fire. How does this come out of here? You know, it was a mess. Hey, hey yeah. no, I, I, I want to bring up, I mean, part of me struggles with, I, I, I agree that there was, there was some exaggerations and, and there was a lot of negativity towards men at, at times. But at the, at the same time, I, I almost think it's, I would have been a little bit more bored if it didn't really exaggerate it. And, and also it, it brings to light that there are certainly some exaggerations in the past and it's not this movie's oh, job no. to try to fix it, but to almost, I mean, it's, it's almost fair that they, okay. they turn it around and, 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 and really shove it in your face and make some people squirm a little bit and say, Hey, that's not okay. You get your Bill Mars and your Ben <laughs> Shapiro's and your critical drinkers uh, going ape shit over this movie. But I almost, well, 
I like that. I, I mean, it's like, yeah, no, no, maybe no, this no. movie I, doesn't get it right, but it's, but it's, but it really does shine a little mirror, which is kind of funny because they didn't have a mirror in the in the Barbie Land world. It was just a, <laughs> but, but you know, on on some of the inequities and um, and it's yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right in a lot of that, but you also got to recognize the fact that, okay, why, why people can, can come out and say they dislike this. Yeah. Cause they, here's, here's what I'm seeing is this people come out and say, oh, I don't like it because this and this, and then people are hating on them. And I'm like, wait, 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 everybody gets their own opinion and you can't hate on someone for their opinion. Oh. And that's what I'm seeing a lot of people with their, their, I mean, their, their, uh, no, Bill but, Maher but, is but, getting but the shit opinion- on because he had a. His opinion is, is he didn't like it. He thought yeah. it had man hate in it. But a lot of the opinions come see. across as hate. I, I find that a lot of those, I mean, a lot of the, the way those, those influencers are spreading the opinion, it comes across as hate. I want to, there's one thing that I thought was a nice quote. Uh, one of the, uh, someone who was talking about the movie, he said that Ken embodies the core idea in the film that quote, the patriarchy is a profound form of immaturity. And I like that. It kind of simplified it a little bit and made it feel like, yeah, I mean, it is, it, it, it played that up quite a bit. Uh, so that. No, and yeah, you're I, right. It, 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 go ahead, Nina. I, I, I see, I wouldn't say, I, I, I guess my, my problem is when people say, oh, it's man hating. I didn't get that it was man hating at all. I think it was, it was exaggerated and there was silliness and there was oversimplification for effect and for comic effect. But I don't think it was down on men. It never, I mean, it never said you know, men are horrible or, you know. Ooh, I disagree with that. I found, no, like, I disagree like, with like that. When, when the guy comes up and slaps her ass on the, yes. on the on the street and the police are played off as kind of doofus idiots and, you know, and there, the, the there's yeah. construction there, workers. There, there was some negativity. Little over the that, top. And, Little and, over and, the yeah. top. And I struggled to try to find where that was coming from. Is this Gloria's kind of uh, stereotypical reflection of what her reality should be? I mean, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't understand the real world if it was truly this real world because they some of the characters were more grounded and some of them were really kind of out there in in a fantasy world and so I think I don't, I don't know. think I didn't see the real world as being so that is being exaggerated in another way in a different yeah. way from Barbie world I, I didn't um, I didn't see so any, am I gonna- any role models of males you know it was mainly just kind of either they were kind of dumb and idiotic and, and they were really adult or yeah ken was ken was or my womanizers <laughs> yeah. yeah well ken i mean ken did a great job in there and you know the whole finding the patriarchy i thought was like a little i mean i get why they did it because that's <laughs> the storyline and it's funny and you know but it's it's one of those things is a, a great app they they use this as a joke in a way but it's also it's kind of interesting that the way they do it he's at the school and the woman asks him for the time. And he felt useful where he's never felt useful before. Right? And that's that's a legitimate feeling. When you've been downtrodden on and, and used as a, a, a prop for so long, but when you feel useful, of course he's going to have those feelings. But they kind of made it seem like, you know, a joke. And that's where I think some of the, the, the potential of the man hating comes from. And I'm not and I get it. This is a a woman directed, woman mostly written movie. So it's coming from their their perspective. My problem with this in the real world, like when the guy comes up and slaps her ass in the middle of daylight, on the middle of the boardwalk, you know, next to that's I you know, I, I don't see that happening. Now I may be I may be wrong, but that shit doesn't happen in front of me because I'll fucking turn around and hit that dude. You know what I mean? I, so I mean, 
That's what I don't yeah, get. I, re- I remember it, that time I, I slapped I mean, your ass. You gave me a, a nice shiner. So. <laughs> I mean, I used to work in a restaurant. And we had cute young waitresses. And they, maybe not slap, but they got padded a, every so often by guys just being friendly. And it, it I'm not it saying gross. it doesn't happen. I'm not it saying it doesn't happen, but and I mean, it, that, I mean, it's, it's not, I, I mean, and, and the thing about, you know, catcalling from, uh, construction workers hasn't happened to me lately. Cause thankfully I aged out of that. I, th- I think Noah's but, one, wanting a balance in the movie that, that says yeah. with every cat call with every slap on the ass, there's, there's, uh, uh you know, a nice gentleman that's gonna, gonna look after you or something. Uh, and, and okay, maybe yeah, there wasn't this, and, but. I'm, and, I'm and, gonna bring this up in this here real quick. Okay. Um, this is something I've seen in in listening to a lot of podcasts, and and uh, this specifically this one I listened to a lot more female oriented. You know uh, that some were just all females, uh, some were uh, you know mostly female. I listened to one that was like four females and a, a gay guy. So there was there was a lot. Now the the admiration and the the lusting over um, Ryan Gosling was over the top. I could hear the fucking drooling through the, the audio. I'm sorry. I, I but got if, showing a little bit. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? But if a guy, if a, a male-centric podcast did that over uh, a female, they would be ostracized and said, oh, my God, you're just being a sexist. Fo-. So there's two sides of this, and but, this is what but that's this exactly is where, what this movie is trying to do, is trying to flip it, like, like you're saying, and just saying this is – we're just playing what's actually out there on the flip side – uh, but is it, it? I don't think it's as bad as what they. It, this is my biggest I mean, problem with things like this when they overly, adju- uh, you know, exaggerate the bad, and say, and to say like this is every guy but, out there. That, but, you know, this is every construction yeah. worker. I, I, that and that's you where know? I think it's a bit of an overreaction for a movie like this because there's so much love in this and 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 uh, th- that exactly. So. So yes, I, I do see some of it too, and I, I think it's fair that some. I think people, that's where the but, male hate but, comes. But from. but I think some people take that and they run with it so much to an yeah. extent that 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 is is more is more. Um, th- it's their own banner that they want to fly over their head, saying, "Look at the man hate! Look at the man hate in this movie!" When really there's a lot of positivity as well, and it, it addresses it, it it addresses good things, and it's a and it's a fun yeah. time, and and. Some of the male characters are my favorites, you know. So, um, I, th- I think Ryan Gosling did a fantastic job. Yeah, um, and and I think by the <laughs> end, you are meant to feel like, yeah, the Ken should be more than just hanging out at the beach flexing. They should, true, you know. Yeah, and, I get that. And, I get that a little you, bit. And, and you also kind of got the feeling it's like, okay, maybe they'll have some Ken EMTs on the Barbie. Uh, ambulance next time, you know. I wasn't. Sure. I didn't get. I didn't get that feeling necessarily at the end. I when they they were oh we're putting it right back to the way it was, right? And you guys are just eye candy again, and and you're at our whim. 
That's what I got at the end of it. Now, I, and yeah, I, I don't feel I, the, I don't feel the men hate that I, I get some of these other people do. I can see where yeah. it comes from because my even my wife said she could see some of it. So it's not uh, just my wife struggled with this movie. She came home and I was talking to her and it was hard to get. She she was she was struggling with some of it. And I think that's the same for the same reason. Yeah. Although she had her she had the cutest giggle through some of the parts that both me and Alyssa had to laugh at because we were like. Alyssa even goes, I love hearing her laugh when we were watching it. <laughs> well, um, and, and I think, I mean, I, I went with Claire and who's 13 and is just starting to have to deal with male attention, unfortunately. Uh, I think I made Andrew promise to not do anything, <laughs> send him to jail before <laughs> she gets out of college, but it's, it's going to be a close thing. Uh, and, you know, for her, it's, it's, we've done a lot of talking and it's, and she's like, well, didn't they make a good point about this? And didn't they make a good point about that? And I'm like, yeah, well, what do you think about this? Or what did you think? Do you agree with that? Or don't you? Or what do you think they ought to do? And but the funny thing is, it's like, I don't want to say, yeah, they made good points, but <laughs> I, I heard them 35 years ago when I was your age, you know, and and I don't and I don't mean that in a bad way, you know, but it's, you know, it's like I said, it's it's not breaking new ground. It's not doing anything revelatory, but it is kind of I think maybe the age it's aimed at is. 12 to 15. <laughs> See, I didn't you know? I I felt this was more aimed at a little bit older, kind of more of um Probably that that twenty five to forty five year old. Oh, I th I think this was they did they played it like a Pixar movie where they they gave you know they were different they they it was layered. They have it all. They yeah. were yes. layered. Was, right. You're right. You're it right. was it was accessible yeah. to to younger people, but but you know there was more inside jokes that you had to be a certain age to kind of. Maybe, really maybe that's just me seeing those jokes going. Oh shit! This this is targeted at me too. And and I'll admit, I mean, I am I am a a, a fifty year fifty. Older than fifty, that played with Barbie as a boy in in you know as a youth, and I, and I don't care. And, I'll, I'll and there's it. and there's so I had much fun. There mo there's so much uh, transgender uh, discussion in the world today, uh, cisgender, all that sort of stuff. You know that this is going to resonate with that sort of an audience. The way they played up that whole genderless identity, you know, with you know, which is just kind of an old fashioned. See, I didn't think feeling. they did. I think I think they kind of left. I didn't feel that there was any. I, I I almost was like, oh my god, the 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 alphabet group's going to have a problem with this because no, they I didn't thought, know I any of they're in there. There was so much ambiguity when they were talking about sexuality uh, that I thought. It, oh oh no, I, okay. This I, is I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. When he when he asked to come over to the night, you know, and, well, what are we going to do? Well, I don't know. That to me was because the innocence of the child playing with Barbie and Ken. Doesn't know what they're going to do, which Absolutely. I think was Absolutely. also shot down when I talked to my wife, when I talked to my cousin, and I've talked to other people that said, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, Barbie was getting down all the time with, with Ken. My wife even said that she had a problem with Ken because every time that she had to have Ken kiss Barbie, his fucking head fall off. So she had to go get a Han Solo character. Right, who's who kept his head? Yeah, he was short. So I mean, which in a way, I mean, that's that's a short man's dream, right? Right up in the boobs. But it's like uh, you know, and she also, you know, uh, but it's like that's and I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm innocent from that because, like I said, I 
I had a Barbie. I had a Barbie because my my I think it was my aunt who got me one because I always played with my cousin with hers. So she bought me my own Barbie. And like I said, I had GI Joes. That mo- those motherfuckers were rescuing you all the time. Throw her in the jeep. Take her home. You know she was she was always the damsel in stress. I, I, you know I, your passion is is definitely apparent, but I don't know where this. I don't, I don't quite follow this whole discussion and how it came from. I'm just saying that the, the innocence. Okay. The innocence was there because that's it, Barbie Land was based on how kids played with Barbie. Sure. Right. Absolutely. And so she kept it clean and said, look, kids playing with Barbie at this age don't know what why Ken goes over the house. It now, if this was a bunch of teenagers playing with it, he would have been like, you know what's up? I mean, <laughs> we're going to watch Netflix and chill. I mean, I, I played with Barbies a lot with my sister, and we had uh, two friends who were our age who also had a ton of Barbies. And Barbie did everything. Like, we, I remember we had, like, uh, we had, like, reenacted Nancy Drew stories with Barbies yeah. and, and stuff like that. I, I have to be honest, I don't remember... I don't remember Dirty Barbie ever going in that direction. Um, and and the thing is, cl- when Claire Claire play, had the the girls who play with Barbie these days are a lot younger. I think I was probably like ten or eleven, but Claire was pretty much done with it by the time she was seven. And so I I really hope <laughs> she had no idea. <laughs> No, and and you're probably right. You're probably right. It's 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 when you start hitting that ten to twelve to thirteen when you hit in puberty yourself. One of the funniest there's there's uh, two uh, Saturday Night Lights night Saturday Night Live skits that are in Barbie's house, and one of them is uh, they have a a Brad Stall come in at the end, and she's a little you know a little more rough around, and it, it made me laugh so much because. My my daughters had those damn brat dolls, and my wife hated them because they, was... sk- they were kind of They were kind of skanky. They were kind of sketchy, you know. <laughs> but and they play now, it I... like that in that. <laughs> that was one of the Easter eggs, though. I don't know know if you noticed, but um, uh, we some friends of ours told us uh, Sasha, the daughter, and her three mm-hmm. friends at the school, named after the brat dolls. Oh, that's oh, fucking hilarious. Oh, that was like Sasha, <laughs> Mia, Chloe, and I forget the fourth one, but they were the names of the four brat stalls. Oh, that makes so much sense. And they wore shit like that too. That that Yeah. Is... Oh, I gotta write that down. That that actually the, the, <laughs> I have yeah. not heard that anywhere else, but I, I'm like, I trust them because they played with them. Now <laughs> I you know, no, it makes sense to me because like, yeah, my daughters had those and, and you know, I was the dad that I bought whatever toy would make my kids happy, and my wife always looked at me like what the hell? You're just buying their love. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm buying their love. That's why I got a credit yeah. card. That's <laughs> brats were done by the time Claire came along. And I was kind of glad because it's like, it's not that they, they dress so skanky, but that were and definitely like Barbie's, you can say, is a teenager. Yeah. So what she does, but the brat stalls had like margaritas and, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and, and stuff like that. And yeah, like the, one of the play sets was like, no, like the the van with the bar in the back, and they had the glassware. Yeah, yeah these are definitely adults, <laughs> which, which I didn't care for. But yeah, and as you're I said, probably anyway, by, the right. time, by the time Claire came along, they were done. So nice. luckily, it was never a discussion. She had ballerina Barbie and <laughs> Snow Queen Barbie. Um, <laughs> well, and that's and that's one of the things is is uh, this. Ca- 
this kind of made the statement, and I, and it didn't hit me as much, and maybe it does more with, with girls. And my wife had brought this up was, you know, um, Barbie, especially for for I don't know what generation we are, where you know the the 40s and over, where it was still in that original kind of you know where they were getting the different pilot Barbie, Doctor Barbie, Lawyer Barbie. You know, right. it wasn't it wasn't about you know oh that's only the job I can do. It was more about like you can be whatever you want to be. And this is yeah. just, you know, what it was. And and my cousin also uh, iterated that same thing. And, she, you know, she, she mentioned, you know, the outfits were just the outfits. You could dress her up. But she could, you know, it was really about she could be whoever she wants to be. And, uh, you know, and, and that was always what I thought the message of Barbie was. You know, maybe it was just because in our time frame, uh, you know, late 70s and eight, through the 80s, that's kind of what it was. It was, you know, she could be whoever she yeah. wants to be. And and she's got Ken to you know tag along and you know be your boyfriend through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, one of the other ones I wanted to talk about because uh, I I haven't heard anybody yet say this wasn't one of the funniest and best characters in the whole thing, and that's uh, Alan. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and so, uh, I'm, oh. Uh, What's his name? I can't think of his name off the top of my head because I'm I'm like deep into my dreams. Michael, Michael Sarah, yeah, yeah. Michael Michael Sarah, and he was so freaking funny. And and it's funny because I remember I, I don't know if I remember him specifically, but the 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 outfit he was wearing somehow I remember that. <laughs> I was like that that little patch on his you know chest with the dogs on it. Something about that I was like, oh shit, I know this dude. Uh, you know, and he was he was. You know, Garrett is is Ken's best friend, and you know he could wear all the same clothes. Um, I love the fact that they had him in there, like, oh, and there's only one of them. Uh, and you know, they also made fun of Midge, the you know the pregnant version of Barbie, um, which I thought was hilarious. You know, and you know, Steve talked about it earlier. You know, the different Barbies that they had. They they had. Well, I guess it's not a Barbie, but it's Skipper. And they had the discontinued ones where they had the uh, skipper grows up. My wife is like, oh, my God, I totally remember that one where you move her mm -hmm. arm and her breasts expand. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, yeah, I, I think that was more geared to the, the boys in the in the group uh, and <laughs> the it actual was, girls. <laughs> was the, the whole thing because it's like um, I, I watched one of those YouTube videos where they went and it's like all the Barbies in the Barbie movie are real. And they had. Oh, yeah. But they had the commercial for the for the growing up skipper. And the idea was, when you twisted her arm, then she could yeah. wear Barbie's clothes. Oh shit, that's funny. <laughs> and and you know, and then you go back, and she's back to being skipper clothes. And <laughs> so, I know that's it's actually crazy. pretty funny. So just like Barbie and Ken, Alan was apparently named after a real a real person. I think it was uh, Barbara's ex husband, some some sort of step. Or, or, or I think it was Ruth. Ruth's ex-husband is what I saw. Oh, I thought it was an actual uh, like married to to Barbara, or, or or not that, not married to Barbara, but married to or or the the the, the brother of of Ken. Or there, I, I I read about it, but it, I mean it's a pretty early character, 1964 that that Alan came out. Yeah. But then but then I love it. Like in 2002, the Barbie Happy Family line began in December. It included mm -hmm. Alan, his pregnant wife Midge, and their son Ryan. But I guess this was discontinued. And they had, they had, Alan was sold with Ryan, and there were white versions and African American versions of the doll, and it was included 
and it included a stroller for for Ryan. But then you know they go into how it's, you know these things they it's almost like they were testing the water with all these things, and some of them got discontinued really quickly if like they crossed oh, yeah. the line or you know if they if if, if well, it didn't resonate. One of the things I heard was is is Bidge was originally put out uh, in the box didn't include a picture of Alan, so they the that the thought was <laughs> that she was a single pregnant female. <laughs> and so instead of being married to Alan or whatever, and so apparently they had to fucking scrap all their, their packaging and, and release one. And he's like, there's a, a side picture of him so that it, you know, shows, oh, no, no, Alan's part of this and they're married. It's like, I mean, it's it's all this, you, you know, you, you, you piss off one group and they go fucking ballistic. <laughs> and, on then, you and, you, and then in 2004, Ken and Barbie split up, you know, and there was a whole big thing yeah. but then in 2011 they got back together and that was i mean they play this stuff out it's just <laughs> it's like hollywood it's exactly yeah. like hollywood well i mean i remember when i was young like they're all barbie now but they used to be all different names yes it was like like the african-american one was christy and they actually did they they did the the credits at the end credits i don't know if you sat through that they actually yeah. showed the different ones, and I remember that too. That the, the different there because uh, Teresa was the the Latina. Because uh, I remember and, my friend had that one. Because she and, always uh, she hated Barbie but liked Teresa. <laughs> yeah, there was a and there was an Asian one, and I can't remember her name, but I know a lot of people were saying that like the name that they picked was kind of a stereotypical name or something like that, and and I think that's the reason they decided they're like you know what they're just all Barbies now. Yeah. All, the, all the girls are Barbies. All the boys are Ken. And well, that was that was the thing like. that surprised me when they first started that because I remember them having different names, and that was you know, and and but they were all like, "Hi Barbie, hi Barbie," and I was like, "What the fuck? They're not all Barbie." But yeah, uh, interesting thing too. I found out that uh, there was never uh, an Asian Ken until just recently, and he was only released as a special edition. Of a round the world Barbie, and it was he's the only Ken that's ever been released in this around the world thing, and it's it's and apparently oh, wow. he comes out and he comes out as uh, he's got a samurai outfit and all that, so he's the only Asian Ken, and uh, which I also thought that was kind of a the a weak point of the movie, the whole Ken battle thing. I I didn't. I know you guys talked about the the music uh, on you know the 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 musical portion of it. That's where I kind of checked out. I was kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of bored of this. It was, it, it was it, like this the, was a was, slow part of the movie for me. It was like the dream ballet in a musical. It's that, just that's it's what, like it's, this extended. <laughs> I remember laughing out loud, almost like, what are we watching? This is insane and it's hilarious. Yeah. And, and I, I, I kind of had lost any train of, of, of logic to the movie, but I was having a blast at that point. There were times when I, I, I didn't think it worked, but, but, to me, that was just well, the fun. whole the whole battle, the whole the whole beach battle and all that. I was kind of like, I get what you're trying to do, but it also was kind of like bored with it. And then it went into the the dance number, and I was bored with it. I was kind of like, oh, all right, well, let's I, get back to the story. And this I got to I got to give credit. I'm not trying to just single out the male, but Ryan Gosling really brought a lot to that role, which made those scenes work better for me. You know. Uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, I, I did agree too, with but you, I, but but I just I thought his delivery and the way he he played things and he was he he brought up a, a real uh, sincerity and passion to to his <laughs> to, to the way he so his lines. I, I it's it's so funny. I think one of the things I love 
about him especially, but a lot of the actors was they they just went to, they totally went for it. They went totally yeah. straight. Like 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 Issa Rae was the same way. She's just like I'm President Barbie, and <laughs> you know that's how I you know there's nothing weird about that. I'm just doing it. You know. So I I know a lot of people were all over Gosling. They're saying how great he is, and they're like, "Oh, he, he deserves an Oscar for all this." <laughs> somebody, yeah, somebody today was saying he should get nominated right. for an Oscar. Right, personally, got bored. I, I think he did a great job, but I was like, like I didn't care about him that much. I thought, I mean, I get it. He's he he sold into this and and did great. I just it wasn't for me. I I the the Ken stuff for me. No, it was for was Barbie. kind of. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I just, I mean, I, I kind of was like, uh, I, you know, I, I thought it was funny with the whole Mojo Dojo Casa House. I thought that was, I thought it was hilarious at first, and then the more they went with him and wearing the fucking fur and all that, I was like, I'm so done with him. I'm like, I was like, I just, I, I mean, this that literally took me out of the movie a little bit. I was kind of like, okay, come on, get moving with it. It's, it, I don't know. I think it was just a little over the top. I, I mean. Uh, maybe I'm just not into the patriarchy like he was. I, you know, maybe it needed more horses. I don't know what it was, but there was something about it I just didn't enjoy. Well, this is where I think Ryan Gosling helped because there were times when I thought the material or the script seemed to like it was going a little bit overboard, but Ryan Gosling was able to sell it in a way that's like, you know what? I don't care. I just love the way he sells it. So I, I, I do want to, you know, call him out for that. I know what some of the things you're saying though. Sometimes. The the where they go with the movie goes a little a little far, but I I, I mean, that's, really that's appreciated him. Yeah, you know? that's a risky run with any kind of over the top comedy like that. It's like sometimes the joke goes so it goes on a little long. I, I think they got to give well, him a TV series. You don't give him his own movie because you, you know, but maybe a TV series or a Disney Plus series. I don't know if I would. And I, I don't I'm know if I watch the, it. I'm playing off the Marvel. How they, all, the, all the lead men. <laughs> well, got their, okay, got their movies. I want to. I want to go. <laughs> so, have you guys watched any of the newest Marvel uh, Secret Invasion? I watched uh, the first uh, five minutes. Um, watch so, <laughs> and Andrew and I are trying. Are trying it's, to watch it. I get it. We, we watched. We watched the first episode and. I think it's I think knowing that it's done now and also I was spoiled for a couple things it's just like it's I, I, a, and, and also and also at this point my I was more excited about it before it came out but now it's like I, so many people everybody was everybody was, so, so many people have been down on it I think I think my expectations are yeah and not just and and not five, just so. not just the influencers that with loud voices are down on it the people that you <laughs> that are like a little bit more you know, that love anything are kind of like, yeah, they didn't really yeah, stick like, the landing. Like it's just like, like me. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, so yeah, it doesn't, uh, so anyways, it doesn't really want to make you want to go out. Kingsley and watch it. Adair, uh, is, is a big part of that, that, uh, secret evasion, right? He's, he's a character in there. You're like, Oh my God, he, he stands out in it. He, who, who did you say? Kingsley Ben Air. So okay. he is Ryan Gosling's Secondhand Ken, he's he's the Ken that's always hanging around him. He's the he's the black guy that kind of follows him around, and it is such a different. Oh, he's the guy that, that was in Sex Education, right? Oh. No, no, that's another one. He's oh, the okay. blonde guy. Okay. He's, I'm he's sorry. the There's a couple sex education people in here, right? I know the but, woman that looks exactly like uh, Margot Robbie, Emma McKay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, she's in there also. Um, also, the guy that was the the kind of peon at Mattel that goes up into the boardroom. 
He's he's another uh, sex education guy. And if you haven't watched Sex Education, do yourself a favor, watch those. That is an incredible freaking series. It is, yeah. Um, uh, but no, it just watching him go from those two because I I literally watched them back and forth. My cat just bit me, fucker. But anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> it is it's hilarious because he's such a like kind of. I don't know, beta male in this, in this, in this movie, you know, as a Ken where he's kind of like, just, he's always at the beck and call of, of stereotypical Ken or beach Ken. And then in the, in, in Marvel, he's, he's totally different. It's, it's just such a weird thing to see the two kind of right after each other. Um, another, another, uh, Marvel contact or, uh, connection, you know, Simu Liu, uh, who plays kind of the main conflicting, um, you know, uh, Ken, he's the one that, you know, gets threatened to get beached off. Uh, you know, um, he didn't do anything for me in this. I, I kind of was, I kind of was bored yeah, I, with the, I thought he was, I thought he was really funny. I'm kind of hoping they make a, I'm kind of hoping that they make a Ken doll of his character. Cause I would buy it. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I think it would be great. I just, I, the, the whole tin battle to me was kind of just, I don't get it, but I think what really, you know, the one that, and, and this, I'm going to bring this up real quick. Uh, John Cena shows up as the the men, the man mermaid, uh, Ken Doll. Um, yes. Funny thing with that is apparently he was just across the the lot shooting a different movie, <laughs> and uh, he he's friends with Margot Robbie, and and he's like, yo, I'd love to be in that. And she's like, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, I don't know anything. And she's like, what about a mermaid? And he's like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. So he literally <laughs> was just. On this other lot, and they brought him in just for this spot, and I was like, "That's freaking." Maybe hilarious. he was doing Suicide Squad because you know that's where Margot Robbie. It's possible. You know, they they were in. That I think that's where he knows. That's the... that's where they're friends from. Yeah. Well, no, he was shooting something else. Okay. Because she was shooting this, and and it was just like he's like, "Oh yeah, I want to be part of that." Um, it was super simple to put him in it. It's like a bad right. wig on him, take off his shirt, and put a mermaid tail up behind him. <laughs> there oh, it was, it was great. <laughs> Uh, Rhea Perlman plays uh, uh, Ruth in this, and she's the, yes. the the creator of Barbie. Well, even if you if you go out on the internet, there's there's some uh, stuff out now where she may or may not have been the actual creator. There's a yeah, there's it's there's a there it, it, there's a there's long <laughs> been there's there's long been uh, people saying it's like. It, she there was, based. There was like a she German based the Barbie. doll, right? It was a German doll. Yeah, German Lily doll, which was based on a. Uh, oh, kind of. No, it's not kind even of, that. Oh, that's okay. not even what I'm talking about. There's a guy that worked with her uh, when <laughs> oh. they started Mattel. That he, he his daughter claims that she, he was the one that created, it and she kind of stole the idea. She never claimed that she was the creator of Barbie until after his death. And then she started saying, "Oh, I'm the creator." It, 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 I, it's just something I saw today, and I was like, "Oh shit, whatever." But Rhea Perlman, I loved seeing her in this just because I am such a fan of hers from Cheers. Yeah, she was. Uh, she she was great. She was she was great. She was great, and it's like she needs to be in more stuff. She was yes, and um, Matilda. That's one of my favorites. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, the. You know, my favorite story about that is uh, the little girl who played Matilda. Her mother was in the hospital while they were filming that. And oh. Dan and Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman let her stay at their house. I can see that. While they were filming. And oh, like, wow. 
care of her and, you know, treated her like as one of their own children so that she oh. wouldn't so that she wouldn't have to, like, stay with a stranger or another relative. It's just like, you know, like they'd work with her all day and then she'd go home with them at night and they'd hang out. And I'm like, that's a so that's I, a sweet story. <laughs> I just heard this, that they're no longer together. Didn't yeah, you know I did hear that. I was like, oh, my God, what? That just, yeah, that was such a like, cool. Um, seemed like the perfect it, couple. Right. I just, I thought that was good. Now, um, there was also the old woman that was sitting on the bench and um, and uh, uh, Barbie talks to her and she says, oh, you're, you're so beautiful. And she goes, I know. Um, I thought right away when I saw that scene, I was like, "Oh shit, that's got to be like the daughter or the the." That's, the that's what that's what Andrew. That's what Andrew said. He's like, "Is that?" It was nothing to do with. And he's like, "Is that Ruth Handler?" And I I said, "I yeah. don't think so." <laughs> I said, "Ruth Handler's dead." He's like, "Oh, is it supposed to be her?" I'm like, "I." I well, I thought maybe the daughter. Yeah. But it's not. It's actually just a a woman that is uh been doing um stylist right or some sort of Sty- uh uh Set what's designer? the costume um, costume designer no, no, um, costume art apparently big time just just this huge huge uh person in that. and then and i think this is like the first thing she's acted in but she didn't even do like the costumes for this movie but it's just someone that's that's she's like nope we want i want to recognize her and, and it was kind of funny because I, I was even listening. I knew this before I listened to this. And on a podcast, someone goes, oh, yeah, that's Ruth Handler's daughter. And I was like, oh, you're so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was I thought was kind of funny. Now, I'm sure there's someone that's listened to us at one point when I said something. They go, oh, you're so wrong. <laughs> uh, it probably happens at least once a, a podcast, I'm sure. I, I did. And they're probably right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that being said, I did, I did like that scene. And mm-hmm. I did like... I mean, I, I heard that Greta Gerwig really had to fight for that scene. Like this, she did. Was, they wanted to cut it. Like it's, they wanted it to cut it. Doesn't really move the story forward. She's like, yeah, but it's important. And it's, and I think, I think that is one of the things that they, they kind of did, which is, which Bar- Barbie has started doing, doll, which is, all the Barbies are not shaped the same way anymore. There's like shorter Barbies and. Uh, you know, different body types and stuff. And I think that they wanted to say, it's like, you know, you can, you can be beautiful and no matter what you look like, you know? And that's what they don't have yet is they don't have old Barbie. Um, You know, (laughs) they do. Some of the collector, some of the collector dolls are older. Like there's a, the closest, the closest I came to buying a, a collector Barbie was several years ago. Had an they got Angela a grandma Barbie? Barbie? Had an Angela Merkel doll. They had Angela uh, Merkel Barbie. And she, the German... The German, the German Prime Minister, yeah. <laughs> and so... She, it was Barbie's face, but she had Angela Merkel's hairstyle and, like, a business suit. And it was Angela Merkel Barbie, and I was like... <laughs> I was so close to getting it. But they have had, <laughs> but they have had like... Uh, so, Marie Curie, Barbie, and um, right, you know, well, uh, that was one of the things like that, that uh, I noticed in the beginning. Like the very beginning, there's a there's I think it's a I don't know if it's a dance scene or something, but there's like a, a Barbie that's in a wheelchair, right. right? We all know that they've released that. Um, there is a prominent uh, 
Barbie main Barbie that is a a, a plus size Barbie, which um, uh, someone brought up, not me. Um, and I thought about this, and me and my wife talked about it on the drive home. And it was like I don't I don't know if they had that, but there is not a plus plus size Barbie out there that matches oh. this character. But I'm I'm okay with that. That yeah. they put her in the movie. They're they're saying, look, and this is this is something that my cousin actually said to me. She said, look, Barbie was something, and my wife said this too to me uh, in a, in the email. It's like, look, Barbie was one of those things. Is you didn't have to fit her body style to pretend that you were that Barbie, and that was, and you could be anything that you wanted to be. And later on, they started to to do the different sizes, like you said, the different body types, the different skin tones and stuff like that. And, and that's what I think of when I think of Barbie is like, it's a doll for every girl out there to say, look, it may not look exactly like me, but I can pretend it's me. And that's, yeah. you know, and I can do whatever I can put on this, this suit tie and I can be this and I could put on this doctor's outfit. I could be that. I could be an astronaut. I could be a sailor. I could be whatever I want to be. And, and, and that's what I think the, the mindset behind Barbie is. And I think they did a good job with this in the beginning, kind of stating that. And I think they did a good job with this, with the, with the representation in the different Barbies they showed. Um, and I, th- I think that's one of the biggest takeaways for me is that they, they did a good job with that. And they did a good job with, with showing what the toys actually are to people. Um, like, you know, the kids, not so much. Um, you know, my, my, my wife pointed out to me in this, this email, she said that, you know, the body of Barbie is almost unattainable for females where the Ken body is like one in 50 guys, she said, but I think it's even yeah. less than that. Like, I mean, that's a, that's a, you know, the body image that of toys, Barbie is one that, you know, definitely gets pointed out for women, you know, because she's very, very high, uh, big busted skinny waist long legs uh you know uh you know boys grew up with stuff like he-man there ain't no motherfucker out there gonna look like he-man it just it just doesn't happen it's just toys are over exaggerated to the point where it's like imagination kicks in and go yeah you could be like this if you got imagination (laughs) so um mean and the toys are exaggerated and a lot of it's probably has to do with, you know, is how hard is it to get clothes? Like the Barbie thing, a lot of it's clothes and it's like, yeah, it's easier to get clothes on a dog, on a doll with real long legs. And, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, than on a, a normally proportioned doll or, or, you know, and so I, you know, it's, I mean that's a criticism that people have, and you know they always will probably. What? Yeah. When I was talking to Cindy about about the movie, the thing that resonated the most with her was that the the kind of the breakdown that I think is a Gloria that ha- has when when she finally yes. kind of has oh, her the where she's talking about all the all the struggles, a little bit of this, but a little not too much of this. You know, all the things that 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 you know in this case she was doing it from her point of view so it was definitely a woman's plight the things that 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 are struggle that you just can't attain this perfection and 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 so i i don't think this was shitting on barbie i think it was just saying though that there there is a there is an effect that this this perfect 
doll can have on children and and it just kind of helps kind of kind of make that a little bit more of a struggle or that it can it can feed into that struggle this 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 need to to have the perfect job be perfect that is something that's that's fair to say that that a lot of people and in this case uh, it's it's from a point of view of a woman is is faced with trying to find that balance and how there is no there is you know it was it was effective i i think the 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 way it was scripted it really resonated with cindy and i i was impressed i get a little nervous about trying to judge that because again i think it's trying to take the point of view of of this person and often oftentimes you know it's it's i don't want to take we had... ownership of of a female's plight but uh but i i think it resonates with anyone it can you know yeah i mean it's fun when we went to see that, that got applause in our theater. Not yeah. everybody. I mean, it wasn't a standing ovation, but there were about 15 people who applauded <laughs> that. And um, so I think it did resonate with a lot of people. But it, I mean, it's also one of, again, it's one of those things. It's like, it's, it's nothing new either. Yeah. It's it's something, with, you know, there's these expectations that men and women both have. Yes. You yeah. Know? And I, and... It's it's not fair to anyone to have to live up to that all the time because it's unobtainable. Well, and also, I, I mean, this is my own personal opinion, and, and I, I had a little bit of an eye roll moment when it came to this, and this is just because of my own personal uh, opinion on this, I'm not, and I'm not taking anything away from anybody. Um, this is a, a internal inspection of herself, right? Yeah. You know, all the stuff that she said really is like, who who is putting those restrictions on you, right? It, it, you, you know, they say society, but it's not always society. It, a lot of times, you know, and, and the reason I had a little bit of eye roll is, and, and, you know, and like I said, it's coming from my, my personal, perf, you know, perspective is a lot of times women are harder on women than men are harder on, sure. you know, you know, sure. and Absolutely. stuff. And so, and, but the way, the way this came off, it, 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 you know, this is another one where this, where, where they, they were like, oh, this is, is a little bit of a, oh, women have it so hard, men hate kind of thing, but it's not, but you know, guys have their own version of this too. Mm-hmm. And so I get I get what it is, and you know I I heard people talking about this, and they're like, oh, this is going to be on posters in in you know every girl's college dorm for the next twenty years, kind of thing. And I was like, well, what we really need to do is we need to break down that shit. Yeah. Why is it that Why is it that people feel this way? Why is it that you feel it's okay to put this restrictions well, on people? Well, not only that, but the you know saying it out loud is kind of cathartic, and I think that's what this. I mean, this is saying you know there's ideologies that that try to dictate and complicate our lives, but but really life is hard enough. Why why you know ex- express yourself, show your struggle, and 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 move on, and try to you know try to try to well and I, it. but but yeah there's so much judgment out there that sometimes we get weighed down by that and when judgments come in from different angles and they contradict each other yeah that 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 pre- puts a lot of pressure on on females and males yeah i, I mean I, that's well I, ha- I have this up say. right now and this is this is why this is where i think some of the the men hate comments come from is because in this statement it says you have to answer for men's bad behavior which is insane but if you point it out then you're accused of complaining and i was like whoever whoever said you had to to answer for men's bad behavior 
I mean, where does that come from? And that's where I mean is like, this is this, you know, this is oh, one of those ones. You, if if you know I can I mean? jump to, if I can jump to yeah. an extreme example. Please, because oh. I, I don't, I mean, I'm trying to, oh, I'm trying oh, to figure oh, it out. You got, you got raped at that party. How were you dressed and how much did you drink? Yeah, no, I and I get that, and that's and that's a fucking and stupid statement. And I, I, I would be like, I agree, and I, I mean, and I'm glad you do. But I mean, politicians it is one of those... spew that out on talk shows a lot. I mean, so that yeah. isn't that isn't something that that is old school. You know, you see that today. Well, and it, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the smartest man, and I'll, I'll admit that, and everybody will agree with me. But it's one of those, I, you know. If I saw something like this, I mean, and I would hope that most men are like this, like I would stand up again, like who fucking cares? You don't, it doesn't matter what they're, they could be fucking naked. It doesn't give you the right. And that's where I don't get, I mean, maybe this is where I'm naive in, in, in no, the I world think, where. No, I think you're a gentleman. And I think, um, you know, I think you've probably uh, worked in jobs where you had, where you worked alongside women and, and in the in the military and all and you, you learned you you have you have a respect but not not all men do and and it's i i guess i i've been i've been lucky that i i've never been around i like i you know i get i get you know i hear people talk about like oh you know this this happens a lot when you're in teens and I'm like none of the guys i ever hang out with or or if they did act like this I called him out on it, and most of my other yeah. friends did too. We weren't like that, and that's why I, I have a hard time with some of this stuff. And that's why I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, the other one that got me was is you're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not too pretty that you tempt them. And I was like, "I'm like, you know what?" I, and I'll say this, and this is me specifically. And I've told, and and my cousin Tiffany can she can vouch for this because I told her to her face. I was like, "You are so much more pretty when you don't have all this makeup on." I would rather you, and my wife too. It's like. I would rather you be natural than to try and doll yourself up for some fucking, you know, society, you know, your personality is what makes you beautiful. It's not, not this, this face you put on. And I, and I guess that's just me. And I was like, and, I'm like, so when I heard this, this, this was hard for me to listen to. Cause I was kind of like, why is this put on people and why can't we stop it? I mean, again, I mean, I, I can speaking for myself. Now, again, when I worked at the restaurant, yeah, you no, know, I I was behind the counter, so I didn't get groped, thank God. But <laughs> I, at least once a week, some guy would say, "Oh, why why don't you give us a smile?" Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm not here to smile. I'm here to take your order and make your food. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I'm having a rough day, and I don't feel like being. No, very no, I get I, I get that. And, I get that too. And, and I mean, and I can, you know, or the first job when I was married, I was, it was, I, uh, it was a new office. They hired a ton of people right out of college, including me. And I was the only one who, I was the only one of the new hires who was married. Oh. Or like 25 of us, I was, I was the only one who was married. And I, all three of my supervisors that job when I was interviewed, I was asked uh, kind of in a casual kind of fun way. And at the time, I didn't know this was illegal. Like, oh, how long have you been married? Oh, you thinking of starting <laughs> a family? And then it was, are you thinking of starting a family anytime soon? I would be like, no, not really. 
that <laughs> and realizing because I was a dumb, I was a naive, yeah, twenty-five-year-old, but realizing with the benefit of hindsight, it's like, oh, we can't promote her. She's going to have kids and you know, run off or whatever. Yeah. Um, And they're and they're both empty now. Okay, <laughs> we're back right. now. We took a no. quick okay. quick potty break for Noah. Yes. So anyway, anyway, my point is, it's like there's there's things that you have to deal with being woman in society, and hopefully things are changing. I mean, the, this is I, this was some of these things were a long time ago, but you know, and there's. But there's still, I mean, it's probably it probably depends where you live. It depends the culture of your your town. It depends. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. How you I mean, I raised. lived in California my entire life for the most part, except yeah. for the the years I was in the military where I was elsewhere. But yeah, I mean, I I just. I mean, I, I'm I, sure. I mean, yeah, things are like more I, liberal around here to a fault. So we're going to be a little bit more. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And well, I see, I see people on uh, online, young women, and they're like, "Oh, people keep asking, keep asking me, telling me, oh, you don't want to have kids? You'll change your mind when you get older." And you know, it took us a long time to, well, as you know, we never did get pregnant; we adopted, but you know, we also didn't want to discuss it. So you know, people yeah. didn't know: are we just choosing not to have children, or or what? And. But like people are like, oh, everybody asks me all the time. It's like, oh, when are you going to have kids? And when I say I don't want them, they say, oh, you'll change your mind. And I'm like, other than elderly female relatives, I never had anyone ask me that. Or, but I don't know. Maybe it's different in Missouri. Maybe it's different in Alabama. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, you know, not you say that. Yeah, maybe that's because, like I said, I, I, I grew up in California. I grew up with strong women around me. I mean, I just I never saw this. Like one of the other lines that really kind of made me weird, give me a weird feeling. And I was like, I don't get it is when they first showed up in the in the real world. And she was like, oh, there's this underlaying of violence. And I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? Like, like, you know, I, I you know. I, I I don't know. It just, it, you know, you, you women are always scared to walk around. And, you know, you hear that statement. And it's like, what? I mean, is it like, that's where I got that feeling that they were trying to make a, a statement about. And I was like, I don't we, get it. You know, it's funny because the first thing that I thought when they first appeared in the real world and they started getting, I, you know, everyone started staring at them. I thought, what? I Everyone dresses weird yeah. and there you're not going to get people staring at you because you're wearing that. I thought that was almost a little overboard just because of where they were at. Yes. And, and, and yes, and, but, but I, yeah. that to me didn't seem a reflection of any sort of agenda or message. It just seemed like, well, they're playing this world. Well, it was what she said make. though. And she says it more than once. She goes, Oh yeah, there's this underlying of violence. And I was like, what? Like what? Like, yeah. really? Like, do you feel that? I mean, I, I'm not going to tell women how to feel, but it's like, do you really, every time you walk down the street, do you feel like the, the, you're, you're not under a, the threat of violence? Not every time you walk down the street, but it is something that's in the back of your mind. Like, um, like I had, um, there's a woman at church and her husband works for a taxi company. And when Uber started busting into the business, she's like, 
Like, I just don't think it's safe. It's like, you know, you hear about uh, assaults in Ubers, and I'm like, yeah, Google assaults in taxis sometime. Or mm-hmm. assaults, I mean, there there were, there have been assaults on, like, buses. And, like, the bus driver is, like, ignoring it because he doesn't want to get involved. You know? Yeah. And it's... That's why and, I tell everybody, learn to shoot and carry. Fuck it. I I, th- I think there's also this element when we're when we're removed from our innocent world that where it's no one's a stranger, uh, there's there's it's a simpler life and suddenly you're you're thrown into this world that is completely strange and and you get more of a sense of judgment coming just because you don't recognize anything and so that can equate to a fear you know that can instill fear which can instill this. Uh, like, like if if she said, I, I don't remember the quote, but if she said something like, "I, I fear," she said there was an underlying uh, underlying feeling of violence. I, I mean, I, I, I was I like, can, I, like I can understand from a from a a realistic standpoint where that feeling can manifest from just being in a stranger in a strange land um, after you've only lived in in this innocent world. Um, but yeah, that is kind of a a stark. Uh, discovery to you know the first time you come out of this uh, out of this world but at the same time you know why did she why was she drawn to this world because suddenly she was having thoughts of death you know and so a lot of these her perspective (laughs) is being influenced by by gloria's uh kind of existential crisis so so it's possible that that was weighing on on her outlook it could be i i'm just like i said i i mean i might be naive to the world in that aspect i grew up in a different atmosphere i mean i grew up in an area where you know i had to walk around with my head on a swivel i still do to this day but it's more of about protecting me and my and those around me besides the mattel world uh you know the whole corporate world i thought they did a good job really trying to you know most of the script and the and the the, the way people reacted really drew from its its own source material and kind of the world they created and what would happen if this character was thrown into this and you know this innocence you know so it almost like they were just it it seemed like it was there was there was there was a logic to it and and it and I was amused at the you know how how kind of existential it got and stuff but it 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 seemed like it came from a real place so so yeah I, I agree that we can look at it and say oh my god that's rather odd that she said that but the way they played played the the story it's like oh that that, that <laughs> well, makes sense that's where it's going to take you they did in a way but they also didn't they talked about in the board they're like oh we had this happen one other time when you know skipper got out in florida right yeah. and then and then the other, and then alan goes oh yeah alan's been in the real world before he goes no one noticed in sync <laughs> you know they're all alan's yeah. <laughs> yeah. right <laughs> i was like so I mean, yeah, I, I get what you're saying a little bit, but yeah, it's also, but they also then flip that on its head and go, well, maybe not. So, I there's 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 some interesting things. I like I said, one of the things about, I, I know I I kind of was I was down on this movie from the the get go before I saw it because what I'd heard, I didn't, I wasn't intrigued by the trailers. Me personally, I was like, this just doesn't look like something I want to see. I, would, I said I would watch it, but I wasn't going to pay fucking theater prices to do it. I ended up doing it because we wanted to see the podcast. I'm glad I did because there was something about it that was really, really well done with the, the toy aspect. I loved what they did. Now, you were talking about uh, the, the director, uh, Gre- uh, Greta. Um, 
you know, you, you said that she, you know, you were really intrigued. And this is, this is coming from you specifically, Steve. You told me uh, that you really enjoyed Lady Bird. I liked Lady Bird, yes. Right? So we watched that last night. Yeah. I cannot believe at all that that was a Best Picture nomination. Oh, that's too bad. That was the well, most boring fucking shit I have ever seen. No, well, maybe not the yeah. most boring shit. I mean, I it was a boring goddamn movie. The only reason that I watched it and continued to watch it was because it was from Sacramento, and I grew up in Sacramento. But we have different tastes. I mean, we brought different Tom Cruise movies. Yeah, I like entertainment. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> shit on my taste. No, I, 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 I but no, but I, I mean, I it will... wasn't a horrible movie. It wasn't a horrible movie. But that is not a best picture movie. Come on, really? That's a best picture. Lisa watched this with me too, and she's like, "She goes, I should have went to bed an hour ago. I can't believe I stood up, stayed up for that shit. Like, what? I mean, I, the ending was horrible. Like, there was no ending. It just kind of stopped. Like, I literally. I mean, I mean. So, did I, you I, listen I get, to the I, soundtrack? They brought up Dave Matthews Band Crash. I think so. Come oh, on. Oh, okay. Noah, now that's... it all makes sense. It all makes sense now. You, you list, You like it because it has a song in it. I watched it because it was from my hometown. And I did notice the visuals when they were driving around. That is legit Sacramento. Yeah. I saw shit that I was like, oh, I know where that is. I know where that is. And they talked They talked like they knew. I, I'm a, I would be willing to bet that Greta's either lived in Sacramento or grew up in Sacramento because of the shit she talks about or, or had someone that was like, yeah, no, this is what you got to do. Talked about Davis being, you know. Oh, my God. But anyways, we <laughs> Google has embraced Greta Gerwig. I just did a search of Greta Gerwig on Google and it came up oh. and it started sparkling these pink, pink sparkles. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I mean, sorry. I, 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 I think she, I think this is a great I think Barbie is a great movie. I'm just I, I'm so surprised that Lady Bird was a best picture. I've just, it wasn't a bad film. It was not a best picture. I, I just, I'm just going to put that out there. Anyhow, <laughs> I haven't seen little women, but I do want to see it. Um, but I just, I, I think she did an incredible job with, with this. Now I wanted to lead this into, do you think Barbie will be in the running for any Oscars? Do you think it, I would I would not only say it should definitely be nominated, but at this point, I think it should win for costuming. Okay, I, costuming. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you that. Considering there's um, ten ten movies in the in the movie in the movie nomination list, I would not be surprised if it got put on there just because of its success. It obviously resonated with audiences, and and the and the Academy has been known to try to put enough movies in there that were big hits that have something crowd pleasers, something yeah. more to say than just you know. Did, and I th- did Endgame so, did Endgame get a best picture nod? Uh, I don't know if it did, but I know still, still made one, more money. You know, huh? Still made more money. Right. <laughs> That's I'm just saying. We're just going by off how how much money it made. Well, I Endgame did get the nod. No, but but kind of changed some. You know, you know, it had an impact on on the cultural. Um, Dis, you know, discord of the of the the conversation, whereas Endgame was was just a big Marvel movie and and, and great. I don't know if it might have gotten nominated, 
Uh, I wouldn't have been. I, I'm just curious. I, I, I could see it. Well, I mean, okay. So, I mean, I know there's the 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 Barbenheimer but, deal that went on. We did but, Bar- uh, Oppenheimer last week. You're, you're asking me if I think it's going to get. I, I I'm just saying yes. Yeah, I think it, I think it. I think it might. I'm. I'm. Okay. Oh, I think it would win. Hell no. I don't think it will. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm asking you. Do you think it deserves it just because it was successful financially? I think the Academy is choosing movies to try to bring people to the Oscars more, in and it's in a way to to gain more viewership of the Oscars and promote okay. movies that don't have as much viewership. And so I think it's a win-win to throw movies like this on the list because it's going to bring more. Well, I mean, I guess I, we had Maverick last year. So yeah, Maverick. And, Maverick and, last I, year. Yeah. I, and I think they, I think the Oscars for a long time kind of have had a reputation of nominating movies. It's like, people are like, who, I don't, you know, who saw that? Maybe maybe yeah. less in the age of the internet, but I mean, I can remember years watching the Oscars and saying, I don't <laughs> even know what anything about that movie. I haven't even heard of it. We um, did that last year with, with a lot of the movies. I was like, I don't know. I haven't heard. We but, just happened but, to hit most of them. But I think, I mean, say what you want about this movie. I think it's, you know, one, the, the kind of weirdness actually reminded me of everything everywhere all at once <laughs> oh, okay as, just as being just like sitting there and saying this is just just weird stuff you know and um and also like everybody's talking about it it's, it has oh it is it has interesting things to say i mean we didn't even touch on the themes of mothers and daughters which was a huge absolutely yeah. thing true, and true. And that was a good one, too. That was a good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I think this is. At the I have the feeling, you know, when Oscar time rolls around, we'll still be talking about it. So I wouldn't be surprised. Well, and whether I I just was curious and Margot Robbie get nods for for their performance. I mean, especially especially if it's uh, best supporting actor. Definitely. Yeah, that's actually (laughs) people were bringing that up. They were like. Because technically he is a supporting actor. I know like, it all well, it know. plays into it yeah. too. That that's actually yeah, that's exactly the role of Ken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's, well, not only know, that, there's... but I would have to say if he was up against you know uh, Oppenheimer for best, I, I I couldn't see him winning over uh, um, Murphy. I, no. I just, just having doing those back to back, I'm like he was great, but I don't know if he could get the best best actor well this is why you know you see the the um gold globes i think don't they do they break things down by you've got your your comedy musicals and then your dramas they kind of split it up because yeah it's hard to it's hard to equate the two you know you know when you're dealing with performances and and how they you know people typically flock to dramas more for for what is more worthy of an award (laughs) really you can have because i think it's a hard it's a harder thing to do acting wise i believe well, I mean, oh, actors I mean, would say the opposite. They, I mean, typically say yeah, comedy's like, harder to pull off. You know, yeah, comedy's harder to pull off, but it's doesn't seem like it is harder. It's, you know, it's. Yeah, you you you've you know, got you've got hard. a create a reaction in your audience. It's more than just yeah, it, grounded. And it's like, it's instead, it's it's. You no, know, uh, if somebody's like, I came out of that movie and I was sobbing, and it's like that that seems like more of a more of an acting job than. Man, I have I laughed so hard at everything in that movie. You know? <laughs> yeah, even, I, mean, the, I guess. Even, not... even though really, really funny comedies 
and being consistently funny for two hours is a lot harder than, <laughs> than it I, Well, I think it also comes down to writing, yeah. right? You know, the, the writing is easier to do in comedy as far as, but you have to have an actor that can pull it off. Uh, yeah. Where, where drama. I, George I mean, Clooney. I'm, no not, brother I'm not any of it. There's, there's my, one of my favorite comic performances. Someone like George Clooney, which you wouldn't equate with, with that sort of heavy handing acting, but, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I think is a hilarious movie, and it and the dialogue is really well written, but it's the delivery that makes it work so well. So I, I'm just throwing. Well, is that me? It's a combination. It, yeah. it definitely is a combination. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Is it, it so? You know, you talked about the the mother daughter aspect, and they're very very much stated, in, in it. and that's one of the emotional moments I think in this movie. Um, you know. Yeah, I think I I really loved really loved when she she was talking to to ruth and oh and that was kind of like i named i named you barbara after my own daughter and it's like right i created this doll for my daughter to play with i mean it's it was an act of love and it just it was it was very moving you know i was more i was more thinking uh you know with america uh and and her daughter sasha and, and the that aspect and and you know it was a weird, like they started off one way and then they flipped really easy. It was almost kind of like they didn't put as, as much emphasis in the real humans in this one to their to their story. Um, it just seemed, you know, because like she should, you know, she's all goth and all fucking anti everything Barbie. And then all of a sudden she just goes to the world and everything's fine. Speaking of, oh, my God, <laughs> the parts that made me laugh uh, and, and I thought this was fucking hilarious. When they're first leaving the Barbie land, right? And they have, they have to do the the car drive. When they crash, and it's the flip straight up in the air and kind of float over. I'm like, that's exactly how every kid makes that right? car crash. <laughs> right? Yes. I was like, that is so freaking. And they did it like three or four times, and it was like, that is hilarious. And then the song. I, I don't. I can't remember the song off the top of my head. Girls, closer to fine. Closer to fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love the fact that the the daughter like was like, "What the hell song is this?" On the way in, and then on the way out, she starts singing it too. And then that's when uh, the kingdom comes in, and then they switch the song, and they're like, "What the fuck?" You know, uh, I guess I that was around. That's right. Yeah. I, I want to. I'm wondering how Matchbox Twenty feels about that. <laughs> I hope they. Indigo hope Girls they sang "My Wife and I." Our wedding song was an Indigo Girls song. So. Oh really? Uh, yep. Which which well, one? Power of Two from you know this was. 30 years ago. So uh, the uh, Matchbox 20 song, though, there there was some funny dialogue with that to begin with. Right. What um, when she first, you know, when he's first telling, oh, yeah, I'll sing this at you. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I know those guys. I wasn't thinking you, Steve. I wasn't thinking you. But I know those guys that, you know, they, they just. You know, they sing the song at the girl, and I was like, yeah. "That's fucking hilarious." Well, and they talk through the Godfather while they're watching. Yeah, that was yeah. it. It's like, why don't we watch the Godfather and you can talk to and explain it the whole time? So there was a fun. There was a bunch of people that I listened to that. There, one guy was like, I, "I, I felt attacked," and I was like, <laughs> and, "And I was like, I was like, you should, buddy, because well, it's funny because I was like, I, I guess I'm not one of those guys because I didn't feel attacked. I was kind of like." I, I don't get I I don't get it. I don't I mean I guess I just don't mansplain movies through, you know, through a movie, especially Godfather. I mean, 
I might have seen it once. I, I don't know if I could even tell you the story offhand. Just, I mean, it's, it's, but it's I, I get it. It's my sister's favorite movie. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, uh, I don't know if I've told this story. When she got married, Joe uh, and I, as a wedding present, we got her uh, a vintage movie poster of the Godfather that had the wedding scene nice. on it. Oh, nice! And got it framed. I got it framed for her, and it and it's still hanging in her house. She, nice. It's like in a place of prominence. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, that, that's it was, really cool. We were we were really lucky when we found that. We we're like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> this is absolutely perfect. But um, yeah, I mean, we there's there's guys that just do that. It's like it's. I mean, usually when you're younger and you're, you know, you're dating around, and there's, you know, every every woman has a story of some guy who's just like. Is annoying and obnoxious. The, the mansplaining and yeah. And speaking no, of I, Godfather, I, I we that. could segue into horses. That was certainly a big, uh, big Shit. deal in this uh, in this movie, Ryan. Oh, okay. I, I, love, I thought I, that was I, I thought that was hilarious. It was just, <laughs> all the horses in the background on all the screens just running. <laughs> the the you, mo- the saloon doors. The saloon doors. Did you notice his fur coat? The lining had horses embroidered on it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's a whole other thing, too. It was like he got that out of the, the Sylvester Stallone, Rocky look. Yep. And uh, yep. what was the other? There was a couple other ones that they just I was like, oh, my God. It's, they, they they had a lot of good moments. This is this is a fun movie. Um, it does have a lot of beats that are, are, are emotionally important, too. Um, but it is it in 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 retrospect it, it is just a fun movie. And I think. I think that's what what really saves it is it it is you know it laughs at itself a little bit, you know yeah. it's not too heavy all throughout the whole thing. There's some heavy moments. There's some stuff, you know the weird Barbie, the fucking the fact that her legs are spl- you know always in the splits. <laughs> if you've ever played with a fucking Barbie, you know exactly what they're talking about because that's just how most of them end up when you throw them in a box. Oh well, Kate McKinnon, the actress who played her. Yeah, she wanted she wanted to play her in a nude body stocking. <laughs> the weird Barbie. Oh, because yeah, because they have never clothes. have clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's, they definitely should have done that. <laughs> you you know you're right. Uh, now that you say that, yeah, that's a hundred percent. I love the fact that her face was drawn on. Because yeah, I don't know yeah. how many of my my uh, cousins Barbies had, and it was always blue. Uh, Bic ink from from a yep. number two Bic pen for the most part, because uh, crayons didn't stay on them. Uh, the haircut was was fucking perfect. I mean, <laughs> there was uh, there was yeah. magic marker in her hair too, and I mean it was great. I was it, the whole thing was good. Uh, yeah, they did a great job with this. I I, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, and I know going into this, I I definitely said I was I did want to see this in the theater. Uh, I'm glad I did. Um, I also don't yeah, know if it too. needs the. I don't know if it needs the theater. Like some movies do need a theater. I don't. But saying that, I'm saying, go see this. It's worth watching. I don't. You know, if you if you're well, up for going I, to the theater, go to the theater. If you're if you're up for waiting for it, wait for it. But make sure you see this at some point because it's I, worth watching. I would say, it's like, go in with it with an open mind and and uh, don't take it too seriously. Uh, yes. Dress up in pink. Go with a bunch of your friends. <laughs> I, and- I did not dress up. I did not dress up. I uh, but I don't know anything pink. But 
But and I'm not going to go buy some for it. At the same time, don't shy away from taking it too seriously because sometimes it it, makes yeah. you, it does have its moments where it makes it's, you think. It sometimes is, it contradicts it itself, those, but, uh, but yeah. I think it's... I mean, it's, it is one of those... Yeah, it's definitely one of those movies you're going to be talking about and thinking about for a while. <laughs> and but it's still but it's still fun. It's it's it doesn't feel like homework. It's 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 definitely a good time. But don't forget to go check out Oppenheimer too, because man, that's a good one. Oh right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, well, double feature, baby. They, they've been talking about the that those two movies save the save the theater experience because that's everybody went and saw them. One yeah. or the two or both. Yeah. Have Have you heard the Have you heard that joke? Like, no, which one? Joke? Is, it, is there a well? There's there's an Oppenheimer joke. It's like, is there a post credit scene in Oppenheimer? You're living in it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. We're back on. Right. So tell 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 our audience all about, our audience all about it. All about it. That's <laughs> what happens when you drink 16 ounces of uh, great cocktails. Um. No, so uh, Barbie, the, the movie, great, great entertainment. Um, Margot Ro- uh, Robbie does an incredible job as Barbie, uh, as well I as... I, yeah, she she was so perfect for this this spot. I'm, I mean, it's just... Yeah. Like she, I'm kind she, of stunned she, by how, how, how accomplished she is at her age. Mm. I mean, she's, she's so young. And she's well, she's been hitting all the right roles. Yeah. I mean, Suicide Squad with Harley Quinn nails it. <laughs> uh, you know, like Barbie was was perfect. I mean, she was even in Asteroid City that we just did not too long ago. I mean, just she's have, just have you guys so seen good. I, I Tanya? I have not. Yes, I did. That's right. Yeah, definitely worth it. She was she was terrific in it. That was a fun movie. They I liked how yeah. they played that movie because it's a true to life story, but they they gave it kind of this twisted humor to it as well, which uh, which yeah. which was a lot of fun. It's a pretty morbid story. <laughs> it is. It's it's so it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. One of the cool things I, f- I found out about her is in, in she uh, she has her own company. I can't remember what the name of it was, but she was the one of the driving forces behind Barbie uh, with with the company she has. I can't remember the name of it, though, offhand. It, it's it's a clever name, but I thought that was really cool. And I, I like when I when you see actors that are, are getting into that side of it, they're not just you know, these big name actors that, you know, go ahead and do these things that they're like, no, I'm behind the scenes too. And I've got a company and I'm, I'm looking out for the little people and I'm, I'm pushing these great, um, art pieces necessarily, you know, it's not just yeah. about, yeah. You know, and she's one of them. She's one of those kind of people that have, you know, and Dave she, Chappelle was another guy that did she was Sharon like Tate in once upon a time in Hollywood. I forgot about that one, but, uh, that, yeah. that was a, and right. You know that that kind of embodies Margot Robbie, the Sharon Tate of our you know of our time. Uh, so that that's interesting. Have, have you guys one of the things that's disappointing about the um, the actors strike is they had to stop promoting this because had you seen what she was doing on the red carpet? No, no. She was there. There's some YouTube videos you can look them up. She was every red carpet look was based on a famous Barbie dress. So like oh, the, cool. the world premiere, she had a gown, but it was the black and white stripes 
like the nice. bathing suit on the first Barbie, and then she had like uh, like a pink princess gown that was, and, and but they were all like famous Barbie looks. And that's cool. And, and, and I guess she uh, really yeah, leaned into uh, it. Yeah. So, well, I guess um, Ryan Gosling was leaning into a lot of his stuff too. Like they yeah. really. So I, and I know I was talking. I, I don't know if I talked about this before, but uh, the the marketing budget for this movie is probably more than the fucking production budget. They've put so much money into marketing this, but it's worked for them. I mean, yeah. it doesn't always work for you know not every movie, but this one it worked because. It is everywhere. It's on everybody's mouth. Everybody's talking about this. Yeah, and it's doing more than just selling tickets. It's also pe- selling dolls. So uh, it probably really pays for itself. A lot of the marketing it drives people to the theater. Oh, for sure. Drives people think, to, the, to so. the collectors market of you know buying. I don't know. Are, do they still have toy toy stores to where they sell Barbie dolls? I don't even know where toy stores. Well, are. Target probably has them. Okay, that's true. That's say, true. Yeah. Amazon and Walmart pretty much yeah. took over. You're right. The... You're right. But. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm sure you can get them. I mean, well, I've heard people on on some podcasts were already talking that they were buying specific ones from the show, the movie. Yeah, like there's mm-hmm. there's one that looks like Ryan Gosling. Apparently, there's a Ken that actually is like him, and and I don't know if they did a Margot Robbie one, but I'm I'm sure why they did. They? Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm not gonna go out and buy one. I mean, if I buy any toys, you know, it's gonna be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but that's just me. So. All right. Well, I think we've we've covered everything we can in Barbie. I'm sure there's there's some parts of it that we missed, but that's why your chance is to go see this and you go and watch it and you go enjoy it and you come up with the what you want to talk about because th- there's something in this for everybody. I think I, I think this is a movie that uh, deserves to watch from from everybody. I you know uh, I understand why some people dislike it, and and that's their opinion. Um, I think it's a good movie. There's some issues with it, and 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 it's not and it's not just a man hate, woman hate, you know, whatever. Because because like I said, my wife, you, you know, Steve, you said your wife had some stuff with it. Everybody can can have some issues with this, and everybody can enjoy it. And I think most of the people I've talked to that have seen it have been on the same aspect of like this is a fun, good movie. Um, so, I I would say uh, yeah. Go out and see this. After that, uh, come out and listen to what, <laughs> you, If you're getting to this, you've already heard what we have to say, and you heard how. That's how we seize it. That's right. Hail Caesars. That's right. Hail Caesars. What does that mean? <laughs> well, I'm not yeah, sure if that, that was, was your se- I, I wasn't sure if that was your segue. It was. I was trying to put it away. I was trying to.